Welcome to Game Club, the first one of the year. I am Javier, and I am joined by... Why are you pointing at me, bro? I just fucking <laughs> say your name when I point at you, dude. Like, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll respond well to being pointed at. He was in marching so band, not theater. Yeah. I was in theater, too. I know, it was a joke. Take a hint. My name was Rusty Charlie, and I was in the the, the Off Broadway oh, production God. of this um, Guys and Dolls. Guys and Dolls, yes. Thank you for listening to today's episode. <laughs> Join us next week when Rusty Charlie tells us about his acting career. Yes, it was quite a career, indeed. I was, I was. He did dancing mostly. Oh, no, I didn't. Yeah. I was a terrible dancer. Fell over my own left feet. So, you know. Yes, I got two left feet, don't you know? These shoes are quite uncomfortable. So, <laughs> or at least one of them is, isn't it? <laughs> we are joined by Rusty Charlie and Jose, because I'm not going to point at these guys anymore. Yeah, I can Thank you. Hint. Thank you. I, I don't like being pointed at. What are you, Japanese? No. And uh, this is the first game club of the year. 2021. Should we call it Nerd Top Plus Game Club? I don't know. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll figure out a name. Spitballing. Yeah. Hey, stop spinning. It's a pandemic. Oh, oh, we could, I was thinking NT Plus Presents Game Club. There you go. NT Plus Presents Game Club. Yeah. Mm. So welcome to the first episode <laughs> of the year. Um, uh, this episode we are talking about a little game called Bad Wife Simulator 2010. Hey, hey. I mean... She was alive. Or as... Or was she? It's uh, better known, Alan Wake. I don't know, I was confused at the end there. Hey, well, you gotta play the other two <laughs> chapters. He's just really shitty to his wife, bro. He hey, is. They, they probably didn't come out with those... Sh- other two chapters until long after. No, they were part of the collector's edition. That's the fucked up part. <laughs> Wait, came, it came out at the same time? Yes. Like, it was like download codes that came with the director's edition. I'm not sure if they came later and you just got the codes to download them. Mm-hmm. You know, or like what? But I, I know they came with the collector's edition. Because I'm not like... They should have, the, like, the, the game, the main game should still be, like, a finished story, and then it's, it's, it's like, no, but it's dessert a, after. Well, I guess, since it is Alan Wake, we don't have to make sense. We could start it wherever we want. But let's start with some mechanics first before we get there. Yes. Um, mechanics. Hey, I'm a mechanic. I just changed my, uh... He beat the shit. He's, you know what he told me? He said he, he fixed his battery and he fixed it the way the dwarves fix the fucking things from Deep Rock. Well, the thing would like, go clink, the battery clink, knob. Clink, smack, clink, 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 clink. Hammer, 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 hammer. Oh, and I was turning with the wrench. I was like, how have you not exploded? <laughs> kidding. I just thought it was hilarious because I imagined you exactly like just beating on it, not even trying to fix it anywhere specific. No, I was trying to fix it. On it. Uh, and then his head a little repair bar going up. Yeah. It took me like an hour, bro. And then the car would start. But anyways, Alan Wake. Mechanics. Mechanics. I like the mechanics. Yeah. Yeah, I like the whole um, using light as a weapon. Mm-hmm. It, very unusual in a game. Because yeah. no. I, I don't think I've... I don't think I've played it uh, a game where I mean other than like flash grenades I guess. Um, That's because you've been playing Nintendo games, bro. It's called Luigi's Mansion. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, there's so three there's, of them. I didn't play Luigi's. Mansion. Four. Oh no, three. The moon was the oh, the second one. Anyways, um, but hey, there's another game that I used the light mechanic. What is it? Uh, it came out on the Xbox, the first one, like in 2000 something, and it's called Obscured. Oh, it's it. about these, uh... These, what an obscure reference. Yes. It's about these high school students that went to a private high school. Um, I didn't finish the game, but what I played is basically a bunch of these students go missing and they get turned into, like, monsters, and throughout the whole game you have to have, like, a flashlight to, like, weaken them and be able to kill them. Mm. And so I just liked it, because, like, 
the way that you had to do it, it's like you could hold your gun and you can hold your flashlight, but when you shot, you had to put the flashlight down. But then, like, you can duct tape your gun to the flashlight, so you'd always just have a gun flashlight and just be like... So that reminds you of Alan Wake's gameplay a little bit? Yeah, a little bit with the guns and the yeah. flashlight mechanic. Yeah. Well, Alan Wake is a action-adventure game. Yes. That means you're third person. Well, and what's weird, so this is the first time I've ever played Alan Wake, right? And looking, and I always look at it, I was, and I always knew something about it. I was like, ah, it's about an author, and he's walking around with a flashlight, and that's about as much as I know. So I was thinking that it was like some kind of like a puzzle game, which, I mean, I guess there's puzzle-ish aspects in it, but... It would um, be fun if there were puzzles, like... Yeah, I mean, I guess there's like that, that hedge maze, and there's a lot of times you get fucking lost, and it's just like all woods, you gotta figure out where you're going, but... Um, as far as puzzles go, it's, I mean, not really, uh, but I was like, it's kind of expecting like a puzzle game where, you know, he, cause he's like this author or something. I don't know what else. More like Silent Hill, where there's actual puzzles. Yeah, that's kind of what I was expecting. So, um, this game, um, is made by Remedy Studios, mm-hmm. Remedy Entertainment, I think, uh, better known today for Control. Yes. But they also did such bangers as Quantum Rank and American, oh yeah, Alan Wake American Dreams. Did it, and they did another American one. Nightmare. American Nightmare, sorry. Did they also, didn't they also do um, the first two um, Max Paints? They did some Max Paints too. Because I thought they, aren't they the ones that did Max Payne 1 and 2 and then... Yeah, yeah they did 1 and 2 yeah. and then they did Death Rallies and Quantum Break and Control. Yeah. Hell yeah. But the yeah. point is, the games is good. Yeah, and I and you know, after playing, so this is I you know what the craziest part is okay. that we're skimming over here is that this was an Xbox exclusive. So back yeah. when Xbox had exclusives, it's weird because I remember Max Payne. I think wasn't that like a PlayStation Two exclusive? No, the Max it was Payne on the Xbox. It was on the Xbox. Yeah, those were yeah. on Xbox. Okay, that's where I played them. I mean that's not too that's not too out there since uh, Quantum Break is a uh, Xbox exclusive as well. Yes, is Control. No, no. Mm-hmm. I think that's the first one that isn't right. Is, con- is I know you said Alan Wake comes out on Control. Um, so does the PlayStation one have Alan Wake in it? No, PlayStation didn't get Alan Wake. That's funny. Also, it uh, had two DLCs that were released in the same year, known as the Signal and the Rider. And it had a prequel series called... It was just called Bright Pulse. Like an actual game? No, it was like a TV show. And it's like a prequel to the events of the show. An actual and it had, TV I show? think it had several books also written about it that expand the events. Yeah. yeah. So it's got a pretty big mythos from that one game, you could say. Mm-hmm. I also really enjoyed the light mechanic. Oh, yeah. another thing that the light mechanic reminded me of was Fatal Frame. Did you guys ever play mm. that? Yeah, uh, not so much for the, the cameras. Light, but yeah, with the camera, you'd have to focus, and you would also have to break their circle and then be able to snap the picture, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it reminded me of Fatal Frame a lot. Also, with, like, the ghost and shit, like, the spirits coming at you. But yeah, I, I did like the light mechanic um, yeah. in this. I, I also wasn't expecting, like, a survival horror kind of game either when um, I was getting into this. Uh, like I was telling you guys earlier before we started... I was playing the game wrong. Like you usually do. And you guys might even say I was still playing the game wrong. Yeah. You saw me playing. (laughs) Hey, hey. I pulled pulled the high school, you know, fucking finish right before you have to turn it in. Bullshit. Procrastination thing. That, you know. He got here to record, guys. He got here to record and he was like. I have He's like, no, I got to the sixth chapter, and I'm like, well, Jose's not here. You need to start playing the same <laughs> You might as well. You're at the end. Well, yeah, because I, I beat I beat chapters four and five at home today before I came over, which it took me, like, all goddamn month to finish three chapters, but I freaking finished two in one day. <laughs> well, and it was mostly because I like playing it at night. Yeah. Yeah, and also it was like... I'd come home from work, and I had to be, like, in the mood to play it, you know. Uh, but but once I actually started playing it, 
I'm like, oh, I was in it, you know, and then it was like really late, and I was like, fuck, I gotta go to bed. You know, or I get stuck on this one part, and I was like, okay, well, I'm tired anyway, so I'm gonna mm-hmm. go to bed. And uh, on top of a flashlight, you also get several weapons mm-hmm. to defend yourself. Yeah. I mean, you get your typical guns, mm-hmm. sure, but... You have the revolver. Mm-hmm. Classic. Yeah. Uh, you have you a get, shotgun. You get yeah. both a pump action and a double, double barrel. barrel. But you gotta switch. You gotta pick one. Yeah. yeah you don't either, get to carry everything. You either, get either. Or you can use a hunting rifle. Yeah. yeah. Which is also pretty good. Your third weapon is a flare gun. Mm-hmm. And then you get two thermobles, which is a flare. I guess you can hold that one. And then you get a flashbang. You can hold it? Yeah, you just, yeah, hold, you it. just hold the button. And it goes and like this. Walks with it. It can't run That's why them. I said it's good for birds. Yeah. Because they just fly at you and they fly into the, the flashbang, the flare. I never held it. He wasn't it. playing it right. <laughs> no, he wasn't. I never <laughs> held it. I'd always just drop <laughs> it on the ground. <laughs> and, oh, just, know. and then they just freaking, just freaking kill him that way. Yeah. Um, the game is structured in uh, chapters or episodes. Yeah, like episodes. It's, it's kind of like a, a TV show. Yeah, like a like a mini series. Yeah, like a Stephen King mini series. Episodes. And this coming out in uh, 2010, you, and you can see like that formula that Remedy has come up with mm-hmm. in Quantum Break and probably even in Control, mm-hmm. where you know they 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 know how they want to tell their story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're very they're very story based. Um, uh, developer, whether whether what, um, what whether the uh, story is you know, their, their stories are really complicated too. Complex, I guess, not complicated. Yeah. Um. Especially uh, like this one was too, where um, it's like he's telling the story that you know we're also yeah. living it as it's yeah. happening and. Time out. This is a game club, so. Be ready for spoilers for any game we talk about during a game club. Should have probably said that at the beginning. Yes. yes. But it's been said now since we've been talking just about mechanics. But yeah. now, from now on, expect us to go into anything. Yeah. Not Granted, it is, a, it is an old game. Yes. Yeah. So no, but that'll just be for any game club. Yeah. yeah. It, we'll, we'll, we'll also put that um, at the beginning. Yeah, we'll work on putting episode. that at the beginning. That's on me. Um, no spoiler, but the way you were talking about it, it's just like a thing you're living. It reminds me of a... Oh, man, what's the name of the movie? Strange Fiction? Oh, Will Stranger F- Than Fiction yeah, with Stranger uh, than Will Ferrell? Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, where the lady's just typing away. An emo version mm-hmm. of, yeah. of that? Instead of a lady, it's just himself writing himself into some shit. Yeah. But yeah, it reminds me of that movie, the way that it's played out with the whole... Um, you're playing a story that you wrote and like when you go throughout the game you find pages from your book that you read mm-hmm. yeah and but that was also a kind of a game mechanic too just uh, because sometimes you would get pages and it would explain something that hadn't happened yet yeah and, and you'd, it, you'd be looking forward to it you'd be mm-hmm. like when is this gonna happen right and it would also make you want to look for the collectible yeah and sometimes mm-hmm. you'd be like hey that just happened yeah because, like, a lot of times games don't pull you into their collectibles. Mm-hmm. And there's, I think, 103 pages, 106 pages. I did not get them no. all. Um, <laughs> I got all the ones on normal. I got to go back and replay it on Nightmare so I can get all the Nightmare ones, which are just, like, six of them. Or, no, I got 90... I got 90-something pages, and that was... I got the achievement for getting all the pages, like, playing on normal. Yeah. But and the those... achievement for uh, getting all the pages on hard... on Nightmare, it's like 106 pages. Yeah. So I'm missing like 15 yeah. at most. I did not get them all. Well, you just beat the game today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even then, you missed a bunch of manuscript pages. Mm-hmm. But it's like a nice way to see people pull themselves into the collectibles. Mm-hmm. You also collect coffee thermoses, which aren't yeah. as not engaging at all, but they're my favorite things to look for. Um, Oh man, one of these things pissed me off because at some point you go through a forest and there's like bear traps everywhere. But the way you find out that it's a bear trap, if you're not looking close enough, you just see a shiny on the floor. Yeah. And you're like, ooh, shiny. Ah, oh, my foot. Oh, yeah. Because they love shinies. 
Yeah, and that's the thing I liked about the manuscript pages and the thermoses, because you would just look, and it's like, hey, there's something shining over there. Oh, it's a thermos. It's a manuscript page. But Oh, it's uh, a like, bear trap. And halfway through, it was like a bear trap. I'm like, fuck. You, you know what I like about the manuscript pages is that, not on, is that the, one, they're interesting. You know, uh, they're an interesting collectible, and they have value to the game and the story. Hmm. Uh, because... Uh, there's so many times where I've played like games, um, <clears throat> Assassin's Creed, <clears throat> where you there's a world full of collectibles that don't mean shit, <laughs> that are just something to do. And with this, you collect them, and they they tell you, they give you like that story, they give you like info, they give you like hints of what's about to happen. You know, they're meaningful. Uh, collectibles to have now the thermoses not so much but <laughs> but uh, but it, with the thermoses i wasn't going out of my way to go and hunt them down it was just like oh look a thermos i you know? want to say the thing about the thermoses i feel like they made the thermoses instead of like a whiskey bottle because i'm pretty sure alan wake is an alcoholic yeah and it'd be funny looking around the forest for a fucking whiskey bottle but it makes sense now with the thermoses because you're like oh so i can stay awake yeah, because yeah, it's all about some dream or something. Yeah. But no, yeah, I thought it'd be funny if they put, like, one well, of the It also makes sense because he's a writer. Yeah. So maybe there is whiskey in the coffee. I don't know. It's pretty mixed. It's an Irish coffee. Mm. Another little collectible you do is uh, these little stashes oh. that are hidden throughout the game that just give you extra ammo, batteries for your flashlight. Because yeah. the battery, the flashlight uses batteries, but also recharges slowly yeah. on itself. The way you find these crates is, um, you can sometimes vaguely see little spots, little yellow. yellow fluorescent spots that can only be seen in the light, and then eventually you see arrows, and then leads you up to like this graffiti torch that's put there by one of the characters, yeah. and uh, she's like, "I've been leaving supplies around for this event. Like, I just felt like I needed to do it." It kind of reminds me of God of War, where in God of War, spoilers for God of War, I know. I'll say that. Which this, one? Uh, the, the new one. Mm. Um, yes, yeah, so spoilers for God of War, but when you find out uh, that it was um, the kid's mom that's been leaving all those um, things telling you where to go. Yeah. Uh, I got a vibe like that from it, where mm. it was her leaving all these uh, things like paint. Uh, telling you how to, uh, where to go and yeah. here's some supplies and explaining like certain things like um, like the safe havens with the, the lamps. Yeah. Also, the in-law explanation for this is that you have to be touched by the darkness to be able to see whatever is being smeared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so, the ink specifically made to be seen by people who can see both like the darkness and the light. Because that's what the bad thing's known as, the darkness. Yeah. And you fight the Taken, which is like people that have been... been com- taken control of yeah, the, the darkness. You know? They come in all shapes and sizes. Fast ones. Slow ones. Ones with chainsaws. Ones with little tiny knives. Yeah. Monster trucks. Yeah, you fight um, a tractor, you fight a train. tires, barrels. There's... Some of the enemies are inanimate objects, like barrels, and those are the worst. I hate those, because they take so long to uh, just kill with the flashlight, because you can't shoot at them. Yeah, no, I just, I I ran most of that game, unless it was, like, enemies. I didn't like dealing with the objects, I would just drop a flare and run. Flares are my best friend. Uh, One of the other enemies that you fight is flocks of birds. Yes. Murder of crows. Murder crows. Or maybe they're ravens. I don't know. Yeah, whatever they are. They might be ravens because Edgar Allan Poe would be cool reference. Yeah. What are they? Let us know. You guys know what they are. And this game has a lot of moments you don't expect. One of my favorites is uh, how more self-aware Alan Wake becomes. What did you guys think of Alan Wake as a character overall? Did you guys like him? Did you hate him? Did you... Did you feel for him? Did you care at all? Not really. He's kind of a dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's a huge He's dick. like a whiny dick. <laughs> I told you, it's like... Like, right at the very beginning, when he, like, goes to the, um... 
the, the diner and that girl is all like, oh my gosh, it's Alan Wake. I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan of you. And he's all like, oh my God, this chick is so freaking annoying. I wish she would go away because uh, I'm sick of dealing with my fans and all this. I just wanted to get away. And then I have to deal with all these people and they're breathing. And I'm like, oh my God, shut the fuck up and just go somewhere then. Like, <laughs> yeah, a bunch of this game, I just realized, is just a bunch of him listening to his own voice like all the time he's just narrating everything yeah he was kind of loser yeah but he's dickish he's mean to his wife he's mean to most of the people you talk to yeah he's mean to his best friend barry mm-hmm. yeah he's actually the nicest to him though i mean that's not saying well, much he's still mean to him but yeah oddly enough you know it's all it's all like his wife brought the typewriter so that he can work from here and maybe this will help and trying to help him and he's all like what the fuck is your problem woman I don't, like, I don't want to write she's like oh my god he's like I'm trying to I'm trying to help you maybe you should go see that doctor to help who the hell are you to tell me what to do I'm like I'm sick of this I'm gonna leave and then he leaves and then bam and right in the kiss yeah alright but what uh, what are some moments that you guys liked from that first chapter mm. you know my, my one of my favorites was you guys just brought up the diner well, uh, when you meet the old, uh, the gods the old, yeah, the, the old gods. So there's these two characters that are these elderly men that the are in turned door, into, no? they're admitted into this, uh, what is it? It's rehab? Like, yeah, no. It's like a rehab clinic. Yeah, clinic. like a rehab clinic. And yeah, they're in a band called Gods of Old, and their names are Odin and Thor. 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 Thor, yeah. Um, yeah. They actually changed their names, so that they, yeah, yeah. And one of them took one they of his eyes out. Yeah, you read that in the manuscript, don't yeah. you? Mm-hmm. It, it's it's crazy, but I really like it because they're like, "Come on, kid, put that put that sweet track." What I think it was like track number seven or whatever, and you put it in this like put the lime in the coconut. Yeah, it's, it's hilarious. He's like, "I can't believe you call yourself a rocker." <laughs> Um, I guess one part I like is the very beginning when that, the, um, that light is talking to you and telling you how to play the game. Yeah. When I heard that, I'm like, God, right. <laughs> Cause there's just, you wake up from a car crash and no, is this the very beginning where yeah. you're running away from the guy that you just ran over? Yeah. Yeah. You're running away from your car looking for the guy. And for Stucky. Yeah, Stucky and this white light just shines out of nowhere. It's like, I'm here to help you. Don't worry. I'm going to give you a flashlight. Aim it. And now, mm-hmm. here's a gun. And I'm just yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Who are you? That was, yeah, very, um, uh, what's that show? Oh, no. <laughs> what, what happened? His memory's full. You're all full up, bro. Ten terabytes full. Why does it have a hundred? Stucky. Oh, Stucky um, in the white light. God. The white light giving you the weapons. And the oh, yeah. It was, it, it was very uh, Twilight zone That whole... Mm. that whole. Oh, I guess the whole game has a very Twilight Zone feel by yeah. design. Yeah, there's... It's funny you say that because when you're wandering around, um, part of the story is that the way Alan Wake got famous and started writing books and shit is he started writing um, episodes for Night Springs, and Night Springs is a like show... like the Twilight Zone. Yeah, that they play, that you watch sometimes, and it's like the Twilight Zone with different stories. Fun fact, Night Springs is funded by the government agency from Control, and they do it to try and educate the people about crazy shit that happens in the world. In a way that they'll try to understand it without freaking People out. People are like, oh, look at the show. Yeah. So everything ties back together. So you're telling yeah. me that they hired Alan Wake to write a story about Bright Falls? There's a theory on the internet that all of Control is just a story Alan Wake wrote to try to get out of the darkness. So technically he wrote Night's Rings. Yeah, he, he, it was, he wrote everything. He's God. <laughs> but yeah, that's something I enjoyed about the first uh, episode. And you also find uh, TVs with actual episodes of Night Springs you yeah. can watch. That's another little collectible. I think there's like 10 of them. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a bunch. I watched them all. Also, I think I missed t- one. In the TVs, you also see Alan Wake just in his cabin being crazy, just typing away at the story. Um, yeah. That's, that's one of the things I wanted to mention. I like the way that they split everything up into different types of medias. So you have the game itself, where you're just playing Alan Wake. Then you have the manuscript pages that you find that also tie into the story. You also have the little TV shows or scenes radio that you shows. see on the TV. And then you also have the radio shows, because also you can run around and find radios and listen to this talk shows that has a radio show and uh, Bright Falls. And he usually does the night stuff. So, you know... Alan Wake's running around at night, and this guy's just in his recording studio, just playing music and shit. Yeah, I like the way they split everything up like that. Yeah. Very multifaceted. Yes. I don't know if that's the right term. You're agreed, so. Did you guys ever watch a movie called Darkness Falls? Yeah. I've heard of it. Darkness Falls is about this kid who... Tooth fairy. ...lost his tooth and... You know, usually kids are asleep when the Tooth Fairy comes, but this guy woke up for some reason, and it was this horrific monster with, like, a porcelain mask. You know, he saw her, and he called his mom, and then the mom got killed, I think. I don't remember. I haven't seen him in a long time. But then it skips years ahead, and he's just this crazy guy who refuses to be in the darkness, so he has an apartment that's, like, just bright everywhere, and, um... It reminded me of that lady, because you go into her little power station, and yeah. it's just bright everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also reminded me of that movie, which brought back memories of, like, spooky movies. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of this game takes takes place, like, in the woods. Yeah. Or in, like, the forest. Yeah, it's... The Bright Falls, the the little, what is it? City? No. It's little like town. The, it's the like little town that they're in is just in the middle of the mountains. Yeah. So, you know, there's like lakes. It's just mountains, forest, trails, hiking trails, and all that. Yeah. Very dreary little town, though. Yeah. Um. So, what do you guys think of what happens when we find out that? There's an alleged kidnapper. Um, I don't like the kidnapper. I don't. He, he was a bigger dick than freaking Alan Wake was. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, why don't you come over here, Wake? Like, oh, seriously? It's like, I mean, hey, like, Wake. Meet me over here, I moved. Right? Oh, that was shitty. I was so pissed. I thought I was done with the episode. Yeah. And then, and then it's all like, yeah, and, and that kidnapper never showed up. I was like, this motherfucker... Like, it's easy to maneuver around at night right now. Like, like there isn't freaking everybody in their uh, auntie trying to kill me right now. And you want to say, hey, by the way, I'm over here. I'm not, not over there anymore. I, 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 I girl, all you had to do was show up. Like, that's all you had to do. Or the sequence when uh, you have to have him protect you. Yeah. Or, like, protect, you know, you have to, like, shine the light so you can kill him. Mm-hmm. It's like, ugh. Yeah, no, that guy was a dick. Yeah, no, one of the things that got me was... There's a lot of, of dicks in this game. Most of the... Agent Nightingale was the same thing. Yeah. Most of the time you start, like, a new chapter or a whole new scene after the cut... Any cut scene, he's like, I lost my gun. And then you have to go find a gun somewhere. Yeah. But, like, Javier was talking about, there's an escort mission where the quote-unquote kidnapper guy, he finds you and he gives you a flashlight because, you know, you just lost everything. He's like, come on, let's go. And then you follow him. He's like, Alan Wake's like, give me the gun. I can protect you. And the guy's like, no, just shine your light at them. And I'm like, bro, just give me the gun. Uh, the gun. One part I liked, uh, I think this was in the second episode, I can't remember, was the cops The cops chasing after you. Yeah. And there's a scene where uh, you're up on a hill and then they're, like, in the woods. Yeah, looking for you. Yeah, looking for you. And it's I actually recorded this on my um, you know, on my Xbox. Uh, but this scene, and I was just, like, looking into the woods. And you can, like, see their flare. And they're, like, screaming, ah, it's yeah. this monster coming after me. And, and it's, like, sound. And the car gets thrown. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm all like, oh, snap. This game's crazy. One of my favorite things about that section was, yeah, after you see them getting attacked and everything, you can also hear one of the cars that's just parked there. You can hear from the police radio just all the calls that they're getting from uh, mm-hmm. to the station. And they're like, we're chasing this guy. And the lady's like, you're chasing a rider. He's not going to do any harm. And then they're like, well, there's other things attacking us now. And then just eventually they stop responding. At one point, there's this really crazy scene where there's a helicopter that's been following you from the beginning of that uh, cop chase. But then the helicopter gets taken down by a, a swarm of crows. Yeah, that, that part was pretty cool. Yeah, and you just see it off in the distance just exploding and just burning. And you hear everything uh, through the radio if you're at the car. And it's just like, ah, you guys, are you guys there? Hello? It's just like, Shh. Now the mic's like, I'm not going to answer that call. Yeah. There's a lot of hiking in that game. Yeah, it's hiking simulator. Yeah. Bad wife simulator, hiking simulator. Lots of simulators in this game. Flashlight simulator. Another thing you get to do is uh, you get to upgrade your flashlight. Mm-hmm. You get a, a bigger one, a heavy-duty bigger one, and then you get the big old... The heavy-duty long bulky one? Bulky one. Yeah. And then you get the extra big bulky one the bigger ones are a little bit more powerful but they run out of battery faster yeah but that's fine you get a bunch of batteries to like keep replacing them just light on forever Uh, another another character that jordan brought up was agent nightingale yeah which uh that guy was a dick which uh, he's hunting you for whatever reason you know it's part of the the manuscript mm-hmm. yeah to be fair it was part of the manuscript um that guy was definitely an alcoholic everybody said they could smell it on him yeah if they didn't say it you read it in the manuscripts it's like everyone's like he's always drunk he always has the breath of all he always has an alcohol in his breath and it's like every time he sees you he just tries to shoot you and everybody's like bro why are you shooting him he does not care what you're doing why are you shooting right he now wants you dead which I always thought was weird. Like, he, what, what was his deal? I, I didn't. Well, I think he was written to be that when, way. I think when you saw in his apartment, he had more pictures of Alan Wake's wife than Alan Wake. Yeah, I did notice that. So maybe he was maybe just he obsessed. Was jelly. Yeah, he was just jelly. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Now's my chance." Let's say he killed. She tried to kill me, and I'll shoot him. And or maybe he thought she, he killed her, and that. Built him up with rage. Or maybe he, he was, maybe he was Alice's secret lover. Lover. But no, I didn't. I don't really care for his character. Um, I wonder if he's gonna come out in the sequel because at the end, you see him trapped in the diner, just in the shadows. Like spoiler alert, he gets taken in the darkness at one point. He's just sitting there, all salty, watching the deer parade go on. Yes, and. Is this is after you get taken in, right? You get taken to jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But before that, don't you go to the farm? No, no, no. Before that, you end up at the um, at the weird rehab place. Yeah. And you gotta escape the rehab. And one of my favorite parts from the rehab, which is just a lot of weird bull cocky that happens in that rehab. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite parts is when Odin and Tor. Get yeah. the actual hammer and fuck the yeah, guard yeah, up. Yeah, they, they, and then they, all the staff lock themselves in the room and he's like, hey, open the door, man. What are two old men like us going to do to someone like you? And they're just looking at him like, no. One of my that? favorite parts... Oh, one of my favorite parts was all the paintings that that guy was doing. Oh, yeah, of you? They were really nice. Uh, not just of you, but just all of them. Uh, there were some wolf ones. There was some of the scenery from, like, the forest. There were a bunch of was. dark figures. Yeah, he kept them all in his office, and he just explored his office. You see all the paintings. I think there was one of Alice, too. Oh. Uh, I think that's right. I don't know. Yeah. But no, yeah, there was a manuscript page where you read 
what was going on. Like, while you're exploring the cabin, the rehab center, whatever, you hear Thor, or Thor and Odin, saying what you read in the manuscript. And I just laughed, because at that point, he's like, ah! Mm-hmm. And you read that he's like, ah! Yeah. It's just funny. I also like, now that you bring that up, I also like the manuscript page where that happens with Agent Nightingale. And it's like, oh, he was literally reading in disbelief and he couldn't believe it. And then he got pissed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think Jordan took a picture of that. I think, I don't know. Mm-hmm. When you're in jail and the darkness takes Nightingale. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, I got a picture of that. I got a picture around that scene, though. But it wasn't of uh, it wasn't of Nightingale. It was of one of one of the things I hated. I think it was in the cabin, the rehab cabin, was the inanimate object that was the round chandelier thing. Oh yeah, you had to use and guide to bust the doors open. Yeah, I got killed by that a couple times. Yeah, just it was so fast. I don't know why Javier said it was so easy to dodge the inanimate objects, but I couldn't. Uh, I, I got lucky because it kept on getting stuck in the door. So, <laughs> so it would get stuck in the door, and then I'm like, okay. And I, I hid in like this little alcove, and then it went by. It, it when it launched, it passed by me, and then I ran uh, to the other side of the door, and then it got stuck at the door again. And I was like, okay, it gives me time to try and figure out what to do next. And then uh, it, I, I went to the front door. And I remembered it hit that window, and I was like, oh, wait. And then so I went back to the front door, and I was like, okay, it's supposed to hit me. It's supposed to hit this door. And then I jumped out of the way, and it hit the door. And I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Smart thinking. Um, yeah, no, at one point, I went all the way back to the room, and it just flew behind me. And then I just ran out of the room as fast as I could, and I waited a while. And then I went to go look back, and it was gone. And then as I got closer, it just reappeared and just launched at me. I'm like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, That's the worst. Yeah, if you get too far from it, it doesn't follow. But if you get just close enough, it'll just launch itself at you. That's not good. <clears throat> and from there, we end up in one of my favorite moments of the whole game, which is the, the barn. Yes, that was my favorite moment, too. And, uh... Talking about the concert, yeah. You go to Thor, yeah. uh, Tors and Odin's farm because they have a farm to get a clue. Just... You specifically go there because they wrote a clue in one of their songs for you about what to do. Mm-hmm. And you go there, and they have this big concert, and Barry's like DJing, and you can set off like different things at different times. Well, the thing is, there's a whole big stage that they have set up in their farm, just in the middle. And it's like, there's a dragon set up at the top of the stage. And cool. when you reach that point, you see Barry, because he's been calling you after a while, because you guys got separated. And then he meets you at the farm, and he's running away. Like, he enters from the back of the stage, and he runs towards the front, and he's being chased. And he's like, Alan, help me. And then he does a power slide. He goes down on his knees and power slides, and just out of nowhere, like electricity comes down from the sky and shoots the dragon and it activates the con- the stage so the dragon starts breathing fire at Barry and luckily he was doing a power slide so like the fire was just bright enough to t- kill the Taken that were chasing him and you read in one of the manuscripts like I can't believe they had this setup set up in their farm and when that moment happened like it was perfect like I was just left in awe and then when you see the scene, Alan Wake's just like, whoa. Like, he turned into Keanu Reeves. Yeah. And I turned into Keanu Reeves, too, because I was like, whoa. It, it reminded me of the uh, the concert part in um, Left 4 Dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to... Oh, my God, the gnome? Never give Jordan the gnome. God damn it. That was the worst concert. <laughs> <laughs> But is that the part you were talking about? Where you got a last in concert fighting yeah. all the zombies mm-hmm. yeah. for the helicopter? Yes. 
Yeah, it's a similar kind of vibe. Yeah. And then, you know, throughout this year, always just finding more manuscript pages. It does kind of like towards, for me, like around chapter four or five, it did start feeling kind of samey. Yeah, run to this place in the dark. Yeah. Turn on some generators, find the manuscripts, do what the manuscripts say, and you get to the next cutscene. Yeah, so... Yeah. Uh, at what point, uh, when you're being chased by the cops, that's when you're going, when you meet up with the radio host. So you go up to his radio station, and, you know, he wants to go use the phone so he can call someone. And Alan just goes, and he, like, shows up. And the guy's like, hey, we have someone really special here just announcing it on this radio. And he's like, we have Alan Wake, and he doesn't want anyone to know he's here. But he's here, and maybe I can give an an interview from him. And, you know, he gives you the phone, you make a call, but then immediately Nightingale, like, finds you, and that's when you get arrested. Well, no, that's when the cops start chasing you. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, they chase you away, and then that's when they go after you, and then they get attacked by the, the Taken. Yeah. Before that, we missed when Barry and Alan went to go visit the waitress that's Alan's big fan. Oh, yeah, and yeah, the trailer park. Yeah, she poisons them, and the trailer park manager gets real suspicious because mm-hmm. they've been in there for a long time. And that's when he calls the police, and the police send Nightingale, because, you know, well, the FBI sends Nightingale for whatever reason, and that's where the cops start chasing you. Then you run up the mountain, you do the station, then they get attacked. And then you fall, and you wake up in the rehab thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, um... Then you find Barry. What did you guys uh, think of the overall story? I thought... It was good. Yeah. I thought it was good, too. Um, it felt tropey at times. Like, mm-hmm. It's not like it did anything and super, super new. or. I kind of felt like the, the dialogue kind of felt like people were writing something uh, and they they don't quite know how people talk. <laughs> it, it reminds me of like Heavy Rain in that way, where they... Jason! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> where it's all like... Alice. Or it's like, this is how people talk, but it's not really how people talk. You know, it, it's it's kind of off, just like a little bit. and um, Just a tiny bit. Yeah. Not as bad as Heavy Rain, but same similar vibe as Heavy Rain. Where it's like, um, um, like especially when Alan's like yelling at people or whatever. And I'm just like, eh. You know. Um, I thought like at the end... Uh, you guys want to talk about the end? Sure. Yeah. Well, what wait. Did, well, so wait. I, I haven't played the DLC ones, but what the hell was happening at the end? Do do we talk about before we get to the thing? Do do we talk about uh the sheriff lady being there? Everyone in like the count the town is part of like some weird and oh. the world cult thing. Okay, so at some point you're being assisted by the town sheriff. And when you're trying to get to the Lady of the Light, yeah, you're trying to get to the Lady of the Light, which is the weird lady with the lights everywhere yeah. that leaves the crates around. And you and Barry split up, and Barry goes with the sheriff. And the sheriff tells Barry, Hey, call my dad and tell him I say Night, uh, night Springs. And he's like, What? And she's like, He'll know what that means. And he's like, Wait a minute, you're. And he, he stays at the police office, at a police station, and he calls up everybody that um, was on her list. And he's like, yeah, the sheriff says Night Springs. Okay, okay, bye. And, you know, if you stick around for a while listening to him call, he you hear a bunch of people. And he's like, yep, she says Night Springs. Okay, bye. Um, they never really expand on that, really. Yeah, no, maybe like in <clears throat> one of the novels or something that's expanded on Yeah. Or maybe in the Bright Falls prequel we talked about that was a little mini web series. I'm going to have to look into that. I really enjoyed that. I thought it was funny. Like, she immediately 
got a group that, like, her dad and a bunch of people in that small town, they're like, all right, if anything weird happens, like, they watched Night Springs, and they're like, if anything weird happens, we'll try and deal with it. She did always reference that back, too. She's all yeah. like, yeah, our town's a little weird, and we actually call it Night Springs because it's weird, like Night Springs is. I mean, this is by far the weirdest it's ever gotten, but... Um, but things get weird. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't get any like hints for about a cult though. So they, they really didn't. Well, it wasn't really a cult. Know. It was just like a respond team that yeah. her, her dad, and the town's people. Hmm. And they didn't really go anywhere with that, did they? They did not. It was just. It's like it's like freaking Finn pawning after Ray in Star Wars. You know, it didn't really go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, one to three movies. Yeah, he. He, he, he was gonna go be with an Asian, but oh no! Put the chains on. I would rather him be with Poe. They were but, together most of the movie. I'm saying though, right? Like, like there could be some romance there. Were they supposed to be the new Han and Chewie? Maybe. Maybe. Who was the bear? Poe. No. <laughs> we know who Jordan's into. Oh, yeah. And who's the bear? I thought, you, I thought that's what you Colin, were calling Colin Chewie. Colin Paul bear. No, the, the bear, the gay guys. What yeah, he was talking about? Oh, oh. Uh, I thought you were calling Chewie a bear, and who is Chewie in, the, in that? That's what I thought he was saying. I was like, I, get, I don't know. I guess oh, I said Poe because he has more hair than Finn does. So <laughs> Radio. His hair is longer. But yes, the Night Springs uh, respawn group did end up like uh, Finn. Okay, so what happened at the end? So at the end, you're making your way back to the cabin mm-hmm. to rewrite stuff. The ending, you're going to rewrite the ending. You're going to rewrite the ending because he realizes that... Okay, so the story is, you go to this small town... You get a cabin, but the cabin you get is given to you by this lady mm-hmm. that's just been in that town forever. I guess no one's really seen it. But you go into the cabin, Alan Wake goes crazy, he wakes up a week, like, later, like, mm-hmm. he wakes up next week, he's like, I don't remember anything, and apparently he spent that whole week writing on his typewriter his new story called Parted. Mm-hmm. Or departure, and you know you read all the manuscript pages, and that's the story, and it's just the story of him going around, doing the things that you're doing in the game, and he leaves a page because he tried to write himself out of the cabin, and the cabin disappeared, and he escaped, and then, you know, he crashes and he wakes up, and that's where the game starts. But yeah, at the end. You go, you make your way back to the cabin, and what you do is, like, you just hike up the mountain, and you fight the darkness, and then you make your way to where the cabin is, and that's where you fight the darkness, which is just a tornado that's guarding the cabin, and then you jump into the tornado or whatever, and you're in the cabin, and you find the lady, and turns out the lady's been, like controlling you, making you a puppet, writing her story, uh, giving herself power, and all that. So, but then you defeat her, and then you go and start typing up a story that you want, where uh, Alice comes out of the water? Yeah, you defeat her, you put some light in her, you fist her hole, and then you click a clicker in it, and she dies. But, yeah, you get to the final page... You write that Alice was saved, and then you write yourself out of existence. So, like, it makes it seem like it never happened. So, you kill yourself off, then? Is that what happened? Kind of. There's also... I was really confused at that part. Do you, do you care about the DLC spoilers? Huh. It's all on the table here. Want to talk about the spoilers over here? Want to talk about the DLC? Because I explained the end... Where you yeah. end up in the cabin. Um, the DLC is you 
wake up. The first one is called the signal. Yeah. And you wake up and the first thing you get is some product placement. Yes, you get a Verizon <laughs> cell phone. It's like, can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Good. And the person that's calling yeah. you is this other writer. Yes, Thomas Zane. And he lived in this small town like years before you went there. And he was the one that opened the door for the darkness that lived in that small town. And, you know, it escaped through him because it did the same thing that it did to Alan Wake, which was, was like, take control and wrote itself into existence, you know? And the whole the whole DLC for the first one is you're trying to follow the signal. Like, the guy tells you, follow the signal. And the signal's just on this uh, Verizon phone that has GPS. And you gotta follow the signal. And throughout the whole DLC game, when you play, you get phone calls, and the guy's like, what are you doing? You're going deeper into the darkness. Follow the signal so you can get out of here. And throughout the DLC, like halfway, uh, you remember the words that you were shining your light at? Yeah. And the DLC, there's more of that. So the way you get your ammo, it's like tools. You shine your light. It's like ammo, flares, bangs. So you wrote yourself out of existence at the end of the main cam- uh, campaign, but when you get to the DLC, you come back? Well, no. He wrote himself into the darkness. Okay. And then... Your, the DLC levels are about you getting out of it. No, the DLC... Well, kind of. The DLC levels are about you learning... Uh, Controlling, like, how you're in the darkness. Okay. Well, no. Because Zane, he's been in the darkness so long that he can control objects like the darkness can. Manipulate things. Yeah, he can manipulate things. But Alan, he's in there, and Mm. he's all crazy. Because in this one, when you look at the TV and you turn it on, what you see is Alan, like talking like a bad guy into the camera, just saying crazy shit. There's this one point where you go into a playground, there's a TV, you turn it on, and it's like, Alan Wake went into the playground and started remembering his childhood, and then he looked at the slide and all the playground uh, equipment, and it just started, like, shining with darkness, and, like, you can tell that it wanted to beat him. Mm. Oh, is that like when he was looking at himself in the... Uh, yeah, that's what the TV is saying. The TV Alan Wake guy. Okay. And Alan Wake's like, this guy's an asshole. I don't remember saying any of this. Uh, well, I remember he, he like, hurt in the main game. He, like, hurt somebody. And then he was, like, walking away smiling. Yeah. That was kind of weird. Yeah, there's a lot of that in the DLC. Uh, just... What's the second one about? Uh, the second one is about... Um, oh man, I don't remember. Javier. Javier. It's the second DLC. Do you remember what the second DLC is about? It's um, called The Writer. Like, Writer. Writer. Take, yeah. take, 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 take. Um, he finds his way back to himself in the darkness. Okay. Uh, at, the, at the end of the first DLC, when you find the signal, you find out that the signal is you in the cabin, but it's... Yeah. The part of you that's insane, going crazy because you've been in the cabin for a while, and the part that you've been playing like is it's not real. You're like his conscious. Yeah, you're his conscious. You're basically Jiminy Cricket. You're the part of his conscious that's like logical. Yes, is what Zane explained, and, and in control. Yeah, and in control, and you merge yourself back to the insane Alan Wake that was writing all the crazy shit, and yeah. and the writer. You know, you're Alan Wake again. You are Alan Wake again. And what else? What happens? Wasn't that the end of the second episode? Yeah, the second. You you merge into Alan Wake and then you can... What are you collecting in the second one? I'm trying to remember. I feel like it's more pages, but... Because I know on the first one you collect little billboards based on people. Oh, the cup... The cutouts, yeah. Cutouts. But basically, you just go back into Alan Wake and uh, rewrite the ending again because you realize it's like 
you find yourself in the darkness. Like, you realize that where you're trapped and you're not going crazy again. And he hints at a future game because he's like, he's like, to get out of here, I'm going to have to write a sequel to my novel. And then I think it was like, he starts typing and it's like the return. And then it cuts. And it's like, the way you can tell these parts were supposed to be in the main game is they all do the previously on Alan Wake. Like, if it was, yeah. like, Chapter 7 and Chapter 8, you know, they call them Special Chapter 1 and Special Chapter 2. Yeah. But overall, I thought the game was really... It was really fun. Mm-hmm. I was brought into it. It brought me into it with, like, its collectibles and stuff. Mm-hmm. It made the whole experience fun. It, it gave me a lot of, like... Um old school Silent Hill and Resident Evil. I got I got those vibes from it. You know, that survival horror aspect of it. Um, and, but also that creepy atmosphere vibe, you know. That, also those... the, the stories, like when James killing his wife and you finding that out through the story, um, I feel like they wanted you to think that Alan killed his wife, but you know, you find out that it's like the darkness. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I liked the how the story and the story reminded me of something you'd see like from Stephen King or from. Um, well, they name dropped Stephen King at the beginning of the game. They, they name dropped Stephen King all throughout the game, <laughs> but um, yeah, but like Stephen King or like even um, Twin Peaks that sh- the show Twin Peaks. This is what I learned from this game: Stephen King, Verizon Wireless, Microsoft Sync, and uh, Energizer. Oh yeah, and Energizer. Don't buy Energizer. Get Duracell. Them Energizers run out real quick. Unless you live and in Bright Falls, course, they seem to be everywhere. And then of course, uh, the best part of waking up is... Thirst. Unless you want to sponsor us <laughs> Energizers and buy all the Energizer. But that was Alan White. Yeah, man. It, so it's like, what are we going to do at the end of the game club? Are we going to give it an overall rating? Are we going to give it a number one? Are we just going to like give it a recommend, don't recommend? From each one of us, what would you guys like to do at the end of these? I like, recommend. Yeah, I like recommend. Yeah. So it it has my vote for recommend. Yeah, especially. I would re- I would recommend, especially if you got. What would you say the game is like? Maybe if you don't get the DLC episodes, is what like eight hours? Mm-hmm. So maybe two hours per episode. If mm-hmm. you're semi collecting and yeah, not fully into. And if you're also, you know, decent at playing games. <laughs> if you don't play games wrong. <laughs> so like, so you, you have to shine the light at the enemies and then it breaks uh, their shield and then you shoot them. You don't just shoot them as soon as like you turn the light up. Like Jose didn't get the concept. He's like, no, man, but there's ammo everywhere. What do you mean? I'm like, the problem wasn't that the ammo was everywhere. It's the problem is that Jordan used all the ammo that was everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it wasn't that I didn't have enough ammo. It's just I wasn't using it correctly. You have to wait till you break the that, uh, the dark shield before you... Um, but yeah, I, I would definitely give this a recommend, especially if you're into like those spooky supernatural type games. Um, and, um, and if you're up for it for 14 mm-hmm. bucks, you can get the whole game. Mm-hmm. Because you really, you really should play those DLC episodes because mm-hmm. they do continue the story. And for a little bit more money, you can get the sequel, Alan Wake, American Nightmare. It's not really a sequel though; it's like a half step. Yeah, it's not considered a sequel. It, it's, it's more like sequelish. Was it like Miles Morales? Yeah, but that even shows you further more like them going into that style they did for Quantum Break with the live action and the. Mm-hmm. I liked all the live action yeah. things. Also, did, did we mention that in the DLCs you meet Mr. Scratch? Mm-hmm. Oh, which, the Mr. Scratch which, is the which one is that you like, see. like you see him for two seconds. That's like when he's like, "Oh, this, don't worry about him. Your friends have to deal with him." Yeah, you saw. That's him. his evil doppelganger that's fucking up real life while he's stuck in the darkness. So like that guy's like he's like Alan Wake in real life, and he's like murdering people, and he's saying he's Alan Wake and. You find most fight. of this out in the yeah American Nightmare. In the American Nightmare, but it gets it gets better. But in the DLC, you do fight him like once as like TVs. Yeah, he's he's in the TVs controlling the world, and yeah, the, he's like the antagonist in the. 
in the little DLC episodes, he's controlling, like, he'll be walking, and he'll be like, oh, no, they started pouring out of everywhere. He didn't know what he was going to do. He was getting overrun. Yeah, he talked and about the, the playground scene, where it's like, oh, the equipment looks like he wants to bash his call in. Yeah. Yeah, for $10, she can get the standalone Alan Wake game. Which is pretty fun. It's more of a shooter. These games might get taken off at some point. They get taken off for licensing. It's happened before. Right now they're on Game Pass. Hopefully they stay on there. Well, only Alan Wake Wake is on Game Pass, yeah. Yeah, you'd have to buy the DLCs and American Nightmare. Yeah. If you want to experience that. Mm -hmm. You could always just watch the DLCs on YouTube. You don't have to buy them. Like, we do exist in an age where if you don't have the funds to buy DLCs for an 11 year old game now there's still some way you can enjoy it yeah most definitely we live in that time of life luckily what a time to be alive and also for this I did take a bunch of screenshots uh, of stuff so I'll probably be posting that on the um, on the Facebook and the Instagrams the Instagram just to show show some of it off I got some pretty decent shots in there um, I hell think. yeah That's there were a bunch of good some. shots in that game I didn't take a bunch of them I took a few but I didn't take none the scenery was beautiful all the mountain shots mm-hmm. yeah it was just really great They're really great it's still holds up for an 11 year old game mm-hmm. yeah a lot better than even some more modern games uh, do we want to reveal what our next game is for yeah, the month of February? Mm-hmm. Well, we heard you guys like zombies in the co-op, and we like zombies in co-op, and roguelike elements, so next month we're going to check out a little game called State of the Gay 2, so look forward to some decay, some state, some gay. a number two. Zombies. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll try to come at you with some fresh apocalyptic stories. Better fresh. Uh, I originally... Have you guys played this game at all? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little. Yeah. When it first came out. Yeah, yeah. I, I almost got everything in it when it first came out, but I've heard that they overhauled it, they added bounty systems, did a bunch of stuff to the main campaigns and even with DLC expanded upon it. And uh, look forward to that next next month. Thank uh, I you. played the crap out of the first one, for sure. Yeah, the first one, too, in the Turnbull Valley. So, with that, thank you guys for listening to the first Game Club of the Year. We hope you enjoyed. Remember, you can always send your thoughts, comments, or likes. That reminds me, did, about did we send anything? I mean... No, he didn't. Bashy. Yeah, he didn't send anything. I checked the email, nothing. What the hell, Bashy? Yeah, he he lied to us. He was like, I'm going to send the email. We calling you out, dog. No, stay safe. But if you do want to send an email with your comments or your thoughts or regards or your experiences with the game we talk about, you can always write in to nerdtalkplus at gmail.com and we will read them on the show. You could also write in suggestions if you think that we should try a certain game. Be aware that if the game is on Game Pass or easier or free to access for all of us, we will be more likely to take your suggestion and try it. We'd prefer Xbox games because not all of us have Playstations. And Hmm. also... um, Or Switch games. We can do Switch games. And also, the shorter the better. We'll try and do like long games. Too, Every I'm once sure. in a while, we'll throw a long one. But we want, we try to want to get, uh, try to want to do games that we can finish up with. Yeah. That I can finish up Or if we do do long ones, like for example, if we did like a Skyrim or something. Like, just, you know, you talk about what you did, what I did. Because it's not going to be, we're not all going to do the same thing. Of course. So, it's always a way to talk about experience. Thank you.